Jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. So what exactly does that mean? It is a figure of speech in reference to a person who has dabbled in many things rather than gaining expertise by only focusing on one. So much knowledge and wisdom out there at our fingertips, yet so difficult to grasp. Everything and everyone has a little piece of the truth, and it is up to us to determine what our truth is. In this busy world, creating the time, the space to nourish our bodies, mind, and soul has become a difficult task. So let's take a moment to learn something, something small, in whatever way the universe decides to reveal it. It could be someone's story, a quote, a spiritual practice, maybe a song or a movie. The opportunities are limitless and all around us if we just take a moment to see. We are all students of life experiences, so let us learn from one another. There is no right or wrong path. There is only your path and your journey. So let's begin our adventure and explore all the world has to offer and let us become a master of none. Support Rainbow Soul. Check out the Rainbow Soul merchandise for your favorite new shirt. A variety of colors and styles to suit your taste. Show off your love for Rainbow Soul. Get cool designs with your favorite quotes. Designs come in a variety of colors so that you can express your most authentic self. Support Rainbow Soul in spreading the word that queer, gender variant, intersex, transgender is sacred. Rainbow Soul, putting the soul back into queer. Order your unique Rainbow Soul merchandise at rainbowsoul.show. Divine Androgen, a sacred path for gender variant people. A book dedicated to every drag performer, transgender person, and other gender variant people that have passed to the other side, that have suffered the wrath of our binary world. Thank you for living your truth and treading us a path. We are sorry that in many cases that cost you your life. Now, we ask for your assistance in helping humans evolve so that we may all live in peace and equality. We honor your life by walking our own personal path of authenticity. In honor of Trans Awareness Week and Transgender Day of Remembrance, I, Hollis Taylor, put my book, Divine Androgyny, on sale. That's right. You can check it out. It's on sale for the week of November 13th through the 20th on Amazon. You can get it for half the price. You can get it in print. You can order it on ebook. Get this amazing book all about living as a non-binary person, a gender variant person in a binary world. How to navigate it 
how to harvest your true self when you're surrounded by binary. It's a guidebook for people searching for their true selves. The book is intended for people that are gender variant and can be helpful for people searching for a more authentic self or clearing trauma. This book is about treading your own path. It includes my story in the beginning, all about how I figured out how I expressed gender and now how it comes out for me, how I discovered it, and how I dealt in the world as a response to that. And it also details out the ways that I unfolded myself in a way that helped me live in a binary world, even though I was non-binary. There are steps in here to help you define your own path. Hollis uses the word divine androgen. It's like a label to define someone that defines their own authentic path regardless of their gender expression in a way to say that it is sacred to be non-binary to be transgender to be queer it is sacred not religious no no we're talking about more of a spiritual conscious awareness of ourselves and our path on authenticity this book is about defining your path of authenticity as authentic and unique as that is for you. Get your book on sale at Amazon from November 13th to November 20th. You can also order the book at divineandrogen.com. There's only five more prints until the next, the second edition is released in 2022. Welcome to Rainbow Soul, an explorative discussion about spirituality beyond mainstream religions. Hollis Taylor, author, psychic, astrologer, and alchemical mage, brings their non-binary perspective together with fellow drag king and trans man, LaCrosse Ortiz, a Jewish Taino with spiritual background of exploration that has led him to an atheist perspective. Join these guys as they explore deep and difficult topics, all related to spirituality, offering a queer perspective, an exploration of interesting topics, and engaging guests to help explore conversations for the rainbow soul. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Rainbow Soul. I'm so glad you tuned in today. We are grateful for you. We are so grateful that you tuned in today. I'm Hollis Taylor, the author of Divine Androgyny. And I uh, am also a psychic, a medium, um, a tarot reader, and a general all-around freak, witch, mage, and... Um, I love to talk about spiritual topics and especially when they're related to gender nonconforming people. So LaCrosse, how about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm LaCrosse Ortiz. I am Jewish, Taino, 
atheist, uh, believing that your path is not so much divine, like, like not divine. It is divine. It's, there is no creator is where I'm saying. And, uh, that your spirituality doesn't have to have a supreme being. It's your path and it's your journey and there is no right and wrong path. And I also like learning and also talking about spiritual philosophy, all kinds of things. <laughs> Welcome. I'm glad I hey, lacrosse. I'm so grateful you do this show with me. I'm so <laughs> grateful. I'm hugely grateful. And look at this. Sandy. Sandy oh, Griffith says, hi, hi Hollis. Hi, Sandy. <laughs> I know you've been trying to catch us live. Sorry you <laughs> lost internet last week. So oh. I'm glad you're here this week, eh? And welcome, Eve. We love you. Hello, We're Eve. so glad you're here. And look, they even we even have a little bit of community, even <laughs> Sandier. <laughs> so I just want to say that tonight's show, you know, I kept wondering from the divine, like, I've had a couple people reschedule different dates, you know, they couldn't do this day and this day kept coming open. And I was like, gosh, I don't know, lacrosse. And then when I realized it was the beginning of Transgender Day, um, Transgender Awareness Week, I was like, oh, so the divine wants us to talk about being trans. Yeah. Um, and the sacredness of it. And, ha and one of the things that I see in a lot of transgender mental health groups is, or gender variant, um, you know, gender non-conforming people. The biggest question that I see over and over again is how do I deal with this? Mm. How do I deal with this? Right. And it's totally understandable because in our world is our world is super binary like you know we just constantly i mean even the witches that i know are trans friendly they even do it you know they post stuff that's like god and goddess and i'm like what about everything in between right um you know and they like they're like thou art god or goddess and i'm like or divine androgen yeah, just, okay. yeah. just because the language doesn't include us. Um, and I know even for you, lacrosse, even as a trans man, I'm still, I'm sure that you recognize when people gender things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When it's just him and her and you're like, some people in between right. and outside of that, you know, I'm sure you're aware of it. Oh yeah. I, I think the hardest thing is, is uh, like even myself, it was it because we are all kind of brainwashed to think that there's just male and female man and woman, you know, and you have to break out of that concept out of that, that mindset and realize there is more, there is more. And then there is none. And I, myself, it took a minute for me, even though, and, and with me being trans, you would think it'd be, you know, people were like, well, I, you should just get it. I said, well, no, I mean, this is, everybody has been brainwashed and drilled in their head that it's just this binary, you know, and, and even myself, I like, okay, there's them. And I have to honor that. I have to respect that. And there's more than that. There's Zim, Z, Zim, and there's so many different things. And, Becoming aware is and, and accepting that is is a big 
it's a big thing that has to be happening. It's got to be a conversation that has to be had. Yeah, and it feels to me like we have to have the conversation over and over again, even here on Rainbow Soul, um, even when we're 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 trying to create um, a space that is that is intended for gender variant people and their allies in a way that includes gender variant people, regardless of whether you're trans, you move from one binary to the other, or if you're something in between or outside of that we want you to feel loved and accepted. And that includes intersex people because they're often overlooked. Um, but the, the reality is, is that part of the reason, part of their trauma is that as soon as they're born into the world, just like us, they are gendered, even though their body parts say otherwise. Right. So their body parts say that they're both or, or that they could, or it's unknown, at least at infanthood, what their gender is, but their sex is intersex. And for some reason, doctors see that as something we have to, uh, we have correct. to correct. Right. Like... And I'm like, why are we correcting a natural occurring event? It's been going on for hundreds of years. It's, it, it's you know, the natives have dealt with it um in africa um they had it so they've had it in almost every tribe that we study we find that intersex people are just part of and in fact they happen in animals too um and we seem to have just forgotten that these people exist because we erase them at birth right and uh that's that's troubling to me because they kind of represent the proof that there's they represent the physical proof that there's more to the binary than just man and woman clearly and 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 here the divine is showing you every time an intersex person is born they're showing you in the physical reality and then some of us have a gender experience that happens somewhere in our childhood or whatever where we uh, where we realize that what we were assigned at birth isn't accurate. Um, and that's a hard concept for some people to swallow. Um, I, I, it was like, I know with some of my family members, uh, it was very difficult for them to accept mm -hmm. that I had transitioned. And, and the whole time I'm just like, like, dude, this wasn't a surprise. Like, I used to steal your clothes. I used to do this. I used to do that. And when you actually bring it to light, the experiences you had as a child, they're just like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> oh, my bad. You know, and it, I, I think it's really neat. But I think at some point, I, I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, I don't know when it, I just know, like, I, I don't want to be one to sit there and say, okay, I was born this way because I really don't know. I just know I've always felt this way. So I, can, I can't speak of, of the, I'm not a scientist. All I can say is that there, there is some proof in science, but for me myself, all I can say is that I've always felt this way. And it's, it's since, since a child. So maybe I was, maybe I wasn't, I don't really know. I wasn't there, I was there when it happened, but I wasn't aware, but you know, I, I, I find it interesting that like with me, it was more like, I've always known it. There was something there mm -hmm. from childhood. 
Yeah, my mother um, took her several years, but eventually she said to me, well, you were kind of a tomboy. <laughs> and I just laughed thinking, yeah, it was a little bit more than that, Ma, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't even matter anymore uh, because... So the other thing I want to say to people, especially people 18, 19, 20, um, in your early 20s, my mom used to be incredibly, had a lot of power over me in my 20s. I worried a lot about what she thought of me, if she loved me, if she could accept me. And there was just a lot of BS. And I want to say now I'm 46. And she has very little to do with my life. Right. Now, I did intentionally kind of take a, a step back um, because she's rather toxic. But I'm just going to say that in your early 20s and in your late teens, your parents play a bigger role and it gets better. So right. either eventually they'll come around, just keep being yourself. And they'll come around eventually, or they'll become less of an influence and less important for you. And you'll be able to move on. Although I will admit that it is very hard in the moment. In the yeah. moment. Yeah. In the moment. And I want to validate them because definitely that's an experience that can happen. You know, people come out to their family. I read these stories on, uh, you know, mental health trans groups all the time and they come out to their family and their parents just can't accept it or love them the way they are. And that's terrible. It's, it's sad because like, I, I know I didn't transition until after my mother had passed because I knew it, at least I felt that this was just not something she would have tolerated or or accepted but then a part of me was like did i kind of you know then i felt a little bad because i thought maybe i cheated her i didn't give her the chance to accept it so it's 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 such a double-edged sword when it comes to things like that because it's like do you do you tell them and risk losing relationship and then if you do lose it, then what are you really losing? Or do you take a chance and maybe you'll be surprised? And the parent will be very supportive. It's it's a tough choice. Be willing to be delightfully surprised. Right, the, there you go. The, book, the dancing hippo <laughs> says. Um, because, I mean, you know, I don't... I. I um, didn't make a huge deal about my brothers and stuff using pronouns, but it's mostly because they don't see me. Right. I don't right. spend any time with them. Right. In fact, my one of the tools that I recommend, if you're trans, non-binary, not gender non-conforming, whatever it is, is to surround yourself with supportive people. Yes. That means if a person or a friend, and I know it might hurt because you come out to a friend and then they're like, what? And they judge you and they may be mean to you or might take distance from you or ghost you for a little while or something. But just know, like LaCrosse said, what are you really losing? Yeah. And surround yourself 
with people that are supportive. And I can say that you can probably reach out to your local drag community. And I assure you that there's probably a drag community. And even if you don't want to be on stage, there are always jobs for you to do behind stage. <laughs> and, uh, and there's people that need you that need help getting in their costumes and there's all kinds of things you can do. And, um, and, you know, so surround yourself. There's places online. There's lots of Facebook groups. Um, surround yourself with people and friends that are supportive. Just don't even bother with the toxic people. Just, just you know, yeah. just move back and get space from them. And when you surround yourself with that support network, what ends up happening is when you do encounter a person that doesn't doesn't accept you. I don't know about you, Lacrosse, but I have a pretty good support network. I have a lot of people around me that are pretty supportive. No one, you know, I live in a place that's I live in Boulder, outside of Boulder, Colorado. So, in general, this area, I could tell that per I could tell a person in a grocery store, "Hey, it's they," and they'll be like, "Oh, okay," and that's pretty much the end of it. And they'll use they. Um, it's not a big deal around here. And, um, I have a partner that of course supports me and I have a group of magical friends, witches and stuff that do. And then I have you across and I have most of my drag family and drag family here in Denver. So, you know, I have people around me that are like, okay, Hollis was day. Like, it's not. So when it does happen, I'm kind of like, did you just diss me? Oh, oh, there's something wrong with you because yeah. you don't, you're judging me because I need they pronouns. Oh, I see where you belong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, well, how does it work for you, Lacrosse? With me, I mean, you're absolutely right. You have to support yourself with people who are going to be supportive. That's their, their purpose. Um, and what happens is, is that when people do misgender, I think it gives you the confidence and the tools to be able to confront and say, no, this is who and what I am. And I'm not going to tolerate it because the more support you get, the more it helps you get more comfortable because it's hard to be comfortable with yourself. When you speak in your transition, whatever direction it is that you go, it, 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 it's a struggle and you need people who are going to sit there and be supportive. So that way, when you interact with people who are not, I'm the quick one that I'm like, poof, you're out of my kingdom. Poof. That's it. You're no longer, you have been poof out of my kingdom. That's my main thing, you know, and I have no problem with that completely cut off because the whole point is, is I will not subject myself to ridicule, to abuse, to toxicity. I will not subject myself to that, period. Because I came too hard and worked too far to get to this point to start have people make me feel bad about it. No, 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 no. So yes, my key is poof, just banish. You got like a little magic wand. <laughs> That's right, poof, <laughs> and they're gone. Bye, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Sandy, I'm surprised that the Sandy said my nephew's wife has a drag queen son. And I asked her which pronoun to use. 
And she had no idea what I meant. That's interesting, Sandy. I happily explained to her. Thanks for, see, yes. Sandy is an ally and she is helping become, helping people become aware. That's really odd right. that the drag, yeah. most, most drag people I know are like, okay, like they're cool. They, they even understand if you ask them what pronoun, they'll be like, well, when I'm dressed, honey, you want to refer to me as she, all right? Yeah, but yeah, when yeah. I take this shit off, I'm a he. I'm a he. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they usually say. Yep. So, <laughs> and um, let's see. Eve said God and or goddess when using or at least gives the blended option in theory. They're not perfect, though not perfect. It's kind of a starting place for divine plurality to begin to be acknowledged and help people understand to understand divine androgyny. The thing about it, Eve, is that <clears throat> amongst the like pagan community and the witches and stuff, um, we. I, I don't, if you start talking about it, they're like, oh, yeah, well, we have Aphrodite, and they'll start talking about deities that are both, mm -hmm. okay, or, or neither. Um, Mercury, for instance, is, uh, is considered uh, both, and so it could be a gender bender, it can go both ways, almost um, like that. But when they talk about it, when they're when they're just talking about divine expressions of a person, they only refer to God and goddess. Now, if you say I'm God, like if I present and say I'm God, they'll be like, oh, OK, you're God that, you know, they can see the God within you because typically pagans and witches believe that we are all gods and goddesses. OK. And I am okay with that, except that I feel that it doesn't address both parts of me. Right. Um, I'm cool with people moving from one side to the other, regardless of what your body parts are. But for me, I feel like it, it, there's something missing there. Um, that, that when we only talk about God and goddess, that we're missing it right out of the language. And that's, that's like the the essence of what happens to gender variant people right. um, that they, especially non-binary people and gender non-conforming people, they immediately start to get like, I'm not seen. So it communicates silently by not saying anything that we don't exist. Yeah. So, um, so, <clears throat> you know, I'm just saying that I feel like, by giving that's why I gave it a word um, because I felt like there was no word um, and I think you know um, and that word comes from alchemy in alchemy um, androgyny is considered the ultimate magical place it's like the gold um, it's where you want to be it's who you want to be it's the expression that is considered divine um, uh Everybody wants, like, they androge from alchemical perspectives, uh, the balance of masculine and feminine within yourself, whoever, regardless of your body parts, is actually considered to be, like, enlightenment. Yeah. So, um, and that's just the alchemical perspective, you know, and, but the interesting thing is, is a lot of witches and pagans see it that way. So when a person presents like me or you lacrosse, if you, even as an atheist, they'll be like, oh, oh, you're special then. You, you're magic automatically. Witches and pagans, they'll automatically be like, oh, 
Okay, well, you're special. You're magic just yeah. by your gender expression. But they don't have a word for it. So that's right. why I gave them a word. So <laughs> this now. <laughs> yeah, so now we call it divine androgyny. And go. and that really, and I really think that, the, and you know, that word uh, is just meant to give us a little bit of a, a um, language. Because um, when we don't have language for ourselves, um, it makes us feel invisible as if we're not part of the culture. And uh, that's that's why pronouns are so freaking important. And that's another thing I want to address is pronouns. Insist on your pronouns. They are not a preference. Don't say, don't say my pronoun preference. Change your language. My pronoun needs. I need they, them. Lacrosse needs he, him. Because it's not a preference. Right. For any of us, I don't think any gender variant person would say it's a preference. Right, right. It's a need. It's it's <laughs> and and it's a basic human decency and respect. That's what it boils down to. Like with me, I mean, what you see is what I am, and so if you see a he, then I'm a he, and if you see somebody that you're like, hmm, I'm not sure. Well, then maybe you should just play it safe. Go with they. You know, just play it safe, you know, and then if it's not that, be correct. And, uh, and I think the key point is, is not only just take the correction, but respect the correction. Like people, I don't go out of my way and sit there and say, okay, he, him, and just be an a-hole about it. It's, you know, it's, it's, if someone, I just had it actually just last night I was at work and I ran into somebody who knew me before. And I was with my son and the whole she. I was wondering how she was doing. And I'm like, she's gone. So I can't tell you how she's doing because she's not here anymore. But he is doing very well. <laughs> and there's got to be a way. And, and, and then they're just kind of looking at me. And I'm like, do you not see the mustache? Do you not? I know I said no shave November and I took it down, but there's something there, you know, and it's, 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 it's a basic human decency to just respect people's pronouns. That's, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, and I can't imagine why anyone would use she with you, even if I knew you pre-transition, but I don't know, I guess I've never seen you as a she or something. Right. Um, but that's not unusual for me. I had another transgender friend that I knew before transition, before they even knew they were trans. Okay. That's how long I knew this person. And I always seen her as a her, always seen her as a she. And even when she didn't know she was a she, I used she. And she was like, you know, I think I might be trans and you know and i think i might be a lesbian and i'm like <laughs> yeah. oh okay well let's go to the lesbian bar let me do your hair you know yeah. <laughs> like, like but i don't know uh what it takes for some people to swallow it but what i do know is that every single gender variant person on the planet is here for a reason 
all of us, all of us that challenge, even drag queens and drag kings, when a drag queen says, call me she when my wig's on, call me he when it's not, um, that's okay. They're meant to do what they're doing. Every cross-dresser, every transgender person, every genderqueer person, we're here to change the world. And we're important. We're a valid part of culture. And we're necessary because the binary hurts everybody. Everybody. It hurts men. It hurts women. And it hurts, of course, it hurts gender variant people because it confuses us. Because yeah. we're born into it and intersex people are born into it and scarred as children because we're told little boys don't wear dresses or little girls don't uh, play with worms, right? Uh, little girls don't put their hands in the dirt, right? And all of these gender things that we put on our children are actually really harmful. When we teach little boys not to cry, when we teach when we teach girls that their body is is a sex symbol, these things are a problem in the, in our culture, and they reflect some of our biggest problems, even as heterosexual heterosexual couples struggle with. The fact that men can't get in touch with their feelings is because of the gender roles that we're teaching them as children. The reason that women are have low self-esteem and struggle with things is because they're taught that they're mostly just good to look at or for sex. And if your body doesn't fit into, if you happen to be a chunky monkey like me, or, <laughs> or your body or face or whatever doesn't fit into what culture says it's supposed to look like, then you feel like you have no value, especially if you're a woman. And um, and gender variant people, I think we just get lost in the shuffle, whether we're trans or whatever. We are just always like, what's wrong with me? Like you were saying lacrosse, like you kind of always knew that there was something. And I always thought there was something wrong with me. All right. All right. And that's like the biggest misunderstanding that transgender and gender variant people conclude. That's like, that's, and the thing that I'm here to tell you is there's nothing wrong with you, that you are perfect just the way you are, even your flaws. Your flaws are here to teach you something and they're here to teach other people around you. They are necessary. And all the parts of you are necessary, including the fact that you're gender variant. And it's not a flaw. It's a blessing. In fact, it's a power. And so, like, I, I really want people to hear that and see that and feel that. And as allies, if you carry that to your transgender friend or person that you know in your family or whatever... I think that's really important. If you say, well, have you ever seen it that you're special or that you're sacred? Right. Like Sandy, like Sandy was, you know, asking that drag queen. But, you know, like if you know somebody in your family that's like, well, I'm trans and I feel a little weird. And, you know, because we all have a similar story. We all feel like something's wrong with us. Absolutely. And I think it's... This is, I think, the beauty of us being like, I don't know, I don't want to say uh, being older helps because 
when we see these young transgender people coming up and and we're able to let them know that they are important, that you you have something that you have to bring to the table, you know, and sadly, we can't get to all of them. And hence this high suicide rate, hence the, 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 what's going on. I I just telling you earlier, um, we're at record on the hate crimes again, against transgender people. We're at record right now. That is what the third year in a row. Well, we, well, every year it's going up higher and higher. Last year was 44 people were murdered. Um, people of color, transgender people of color, um, 40, 44 last year, we're already at 45 and we haven't even hit the end of the year. Uh, so we have that. Then we have the suicide rate of, I think it's what, 41%, almost half of transgender people have attempted or executed suicide. And it's like the message isn't getting out there fast enough to these people that they are sacred, that they are beautiful, that you have something that you're going to bring to the world. And we don't know who we're losing. You know, we always say, what if it was that person who was going to find the cure for this? Or what if it was that person who was really going to change the world? You know, it's, it's, it's very, it's very sad. And it, the dysphoria, everything that's going on, it's just making it so much harder and they don't, they're insecure and it's, it's killing them. Like people don't realize you misgendering people, you're killing them. You not respecting people's um, pronouns, you're killing them. I, I know it sounds extreme, but it's not. When you look at the statistics of what's happening and people have to take some accountability now, I believe, you know, we're taking our accountability, trying to go out there and say, you're sacred, you're beautiful. You are important. You are divine. You have a purpose, you know? So, yeah, sorry. I had to get on my soapbox there for a minute. No, I want you on your soapbox, brother. That's what this is all about. And I think the other interesting thing that I have found with young transgender people is that they are looking for us. Yeah. I have um, discovered that there are transgender people that are like, where are my mentors? How can I find, because they, because they need, just like we, when I was 20, I wish I had me. Oh my gosh. I wish I had access to me. Um, when I was in my twenties, even in my thirties, because I, I just didn't, first of all, I didn't even have an option in my twenties outside of she, Uh, and then it did become an option because I knew what transgender people were. I knew transgender people just by default, because I don't know, I was just, they would just arrive in my life. And then, uh, and then eventually I started to question my own draw towards the transgender community because I consistently, um, had them at my side and consistently was more comfortable with them. Um, and eventually I figured out that it was because I'm trans um, and because I'm I'm actually both. Um, I'm actually both masculine and feminine in one person. And yes, it's possible. Ask an intersex person. So uh, <laughs> that's what I always feel like. I always want to be like, 
although intersex people sometimes can they do sometimes end up going one way or the other they'll go to a binary but their bodies are intersex regardless um so i just uh, uh, you know i feel like our soapbox is important for us to get on man i feel like there's all kinds of people getting on their soapbox these days and it's important for us to get on our soapbox so that our so that young transgender people can be like oh wow oh my gosh and so that they know where to find us so that they can find us so that they can reach out so that people can tune in and and they can you know work through it in their own way whatever that might be you know i'm not a person that's that's that tends to reach out all the time to people um but i would be the kind of person that would watch the show every week right right Right. yeah yeah so um i can imagine myself in my 20s 30s watching this show be like oh i gotta tune into rainbow soul (laughs) you know um and not just because i like the topics but because i would honor us and i think when a person gets on a soapbox that's your mentor you kind of go yeah like have you ever been to like 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 a protest or something yeah and 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 a a person starts talking and you're like yeah right (laughs) yeah i think that's what happens and i i mean you know like i remember when i was at standing rock there was this old elder and he was talking about all kinds of stuff and i was like yeah he was talking (laughs) about forgiving and 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 i just and i just wanted to scream and yell to support him um so and i'm glad that he got on his soapbox about about this about that holiday and um, i'm glad he said what he said because i learned a lot just by listening to him so um you know i think uh i think the world needs us actually and that's what i always tell myself anytime that i question my own value right because i want you guys to know that i still question my value at times i still question am i worth it am i supposed to be here am i doing the right thing am i supposed to be doing this show rainbow soul like am i just wasting my time and boom every time i do that somebody pops up or something pops up sandy will say oh i missed the show no (laughs) um or or something else you know or i'll realize that something I said, someone took it in and they're now processing it or somebody will come back to me and tell me my story moved them or something. So I don't know about you, Lacrosse. I know that, you know, a lot of people really love your drag and they love the work you do in the community in Lancaster. Um, And I think all of that's super important, especially with drag. Definitely. I mean, drag actually became a beautiful conduit for the trans, for my transition and it's beautiful how I've seen so many young people who have come up to me and they're like, oh my God, when I saw you do drag, it just inspired me. And oh, when you transitioned and you were so much older, I, there's, you're, it's never too late. I'm like, nope, it's never too late. And it's beautiful to see these stories. And it's not about success stories. It's, it's, it's inspiring stories. And you're right. You do get, you do think, what's your purpose? You know, what am I doing? Okay. I'm a trans guy. And I did drag. Okay. What am I giving to the world? But what these kids need to know is just existing is what you're giving to the world. You're existing. You're not another statistic. And that is the most important key. 
is your existing and what are you doing with that existence live your truth you know yeah and every single time a uh, a transgender gender variant person is murdered killed or commit suicide we lose a light we lose a light in the world it's like a light just got turned off and this world is dark enough i assure you go watch the movies <laughs> go watch the tv it's all darkness it's all about death and dying and violence and i worry that there's just too much of that and i think it overwhelms us as a human race and i believe that every transgender and every gender variant person has a light and it's a and and it could be all the colors of the rainbow or one color of the rainbow could and and i believe that you know that you have something special i don't know what it is but only you know that but you and you probably have more than one thing most people have a lot of things that they can share with the world and the that lot of things probably going to come together in a unique fashion so the other tool i would give you as a gender variant person if you're looking for help and support on how to get through this binary world is don't try to be like somebody else and you learn this in drag um don't try to be rupaul yeah. Don't do that. First of all, RuPaul's not exactly the perfectest person. But second of all, you are not RuPaul. Right. You yeah. <laughs> just don't do it. Every single person is their own unique expression of the universe. Yeah. That's why if you look at astrology charts, even of twins, they're different. Even twins are different from each other. And astrology charts are just our map of the stars. Right. So if you, so every single person is a is a unique reflection of the universe. So what's super important is that you remember that you remember that you are unique and special and different. And it's super important that you don't try to be like anyone else. That you are you, just for you. And that's and plus, it. that other person's already taken. <laughs> How about that? Don't be somebody else. They're already taken. Be yourself. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh. Um, and Eve is saying that drag has been a saving grace and helped keep whatever sanity have I have. Yeah. And you know what, Eve? I'm with you. That I, I there is something about drag that it's not just the performing or the ability to express the other gender variants of your own self. It's also, I think, the community. I think it might also be um, the creativeness of it. Like you have to usually develop your act. Usually you're gonna decide how you're gonna walk on a stage, how you're gonna act when you're out there, right? You might dance or something. So you gotta practice dance moves. You got to put together a costume and a look, right? All of that's creative. Mm -hmm. And the community, the community is usually super supportive of transgender people. Yeah. Although not everyone in drag is trans. Yes. <laughs> Facts. 
is facts. I thought I thought <laughs> I hey, even when I first when I first joined drag, I thought almost everybody in drag was tra was trans or something. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, I sure did. Oh wow. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. Um <laughs> But then oh, I realized great. that there was enough. I realized that at least probably what, like half, maybe maybe a third of the community is straight out gender variant. And then right. another third of it is like, well, gender smender, right? right. <laughs> and, then, and then the other third is like, no, honey, you call me she when my wig is on and he yeah. when it's off. And you're like, you want me to, okay. <laughs> um. So I had my own eye-opening experience in drag when I first came into it. Um, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, Lacrosse. Oh yeah, it was. It was once again. I think I've, I've, I've. Like I said, the minute the the hair came on my face, it was like, oh, there you are. Oh, I missed you. <laughs> it was such a peace and. And I just felt like myself when I when I would go and drag. Now, not so much. Now I see the mustache and I'm like, hmm, I think I need more. But <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but yeah, now. But back then, yeah, it was such. It was euphoric instead of dysphoria. It was euphoric just seeing myself and seeing mm -hmm. the type of man that I look like. And I'm like, and now the I think the cool thing is is. I actually do look like how I was expecting myself to look like. Minus I didn't get this, but hey, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> I got <Yeah>. something. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least I know what I look like as a man. That's how I always think about it. Yeah. Um, I know what I look like as a man and I know what I look like as a woman. So, you know, and I definitely have, and I know what I look like as me, as a divine androgen. Um and 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 I think so. There's a lot of tools you can have. You can you can number one surround yourself with community. Make sure just do magic spells on the people that are not respecting your pronouns. Just yeah, just poof, poof, right poof. out of your kingdom, goodbye, <laughs> or queendom, whatever. Yeah, there you whatever, go. Whatever, whatever you have, or that's or, right. Your, out of the royal, you are removed from the royal court. There we go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You've been removed. Um, I always one of my big things was therapy. Believe it or not, was very helpful for me. Therapy, therapy, therapy. Only because I needed somebody to soundboard to. And I'm not just saying it has to be a therapist, but you need to soundboard to people and explain to them what you're going through. You'd be surprised how many people out there totally get it you're not alone and you're not the only one who's ever felt this way and soundboarding with other people was very very important you know and changing your name that was my big thing was my name change when i know not everybody can afford it but if there is anything that caused me the most dysphoria outside of body was my name and not having the name didn't match who was inside of here. And that was probably more dysphoric than, than body, than hair, than anything. Nothing was harder for me than my name. So. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's a, a, actually up there with social. Like they, we've now started labeling it where it's like you have a social transition, you can have a physical transition or an emotional transition, and I think there should also be a spiritual transition. Oh yeah, um, because some people are born into, of course, Christianity. Some people are born into. Um, I was a straight person in Wicca. Um, and like I said, I was naturally attracted to the transgender community. So I naturally ended up at a radical fairies, um, magical Wiccan uh, ritual. So I got to experience queer magic because the radical fairies, if you don't know who they are, go look them up. Um, they've been around for a long time. They have a beautiful story. Um, they're nationwide, at least in the United States. And there are there's also some in Australia and Europe. Um, they're a very special group of people. Um, and they have opened their doors to all gender expressions. Um, and they tend to do magic that... It was the first time I had experienced a magical ritual that wasn't god and goddess. Um, and I was like... Did they just call in male, female, both, and neither? <laughs> they did. Nice. Um, and so, like, it was like the first time that something clicked in my brain that the divine was not necessarily he or she. Right. And if you're not given that option, you may just not think of it. Like, well, I, I don't know. Absolutely, because that's the whole point is, like, I didn't know there was an option for this. Like, I didn't know. But once the option was presented itself, I'm like, oh, well, yes. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I'm taking this option. We live in a time where the options are there. And and it, it, it's getting better. It is getting better. You know. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, you know, so if you're in christianity there are christian churches that are queer um and queer accepting so you want to look for that if queer reson if christianity resonates for you if you are don't know what your spirit maybe christianity doesn't resonate for you did you know there was other options there <laughs> are um just in case you didn't know there are options beyond judaism and christianity just so you know yeah. Um, there's a lot of, and you know, a lot of us are witches and pagans and witches and pagans in general, um, are, there's plenty of expressions. We are all different colors. We are definitely the rainbow and some more. Yeah. Um, and we have all kinds of expressions. I've met, there's other, athe there's atheist pagans, there's agnostic pagans, um, all kinds of all kinds of different ways of doing it and that's what's nice about the pagan witch culture in my opinion um we love everybody even the christian pagans because they exist too um christian witches uh they do exist i've been to their ceremonies so i'm just saying that no matter what your expression is um explore and i think that a spiritual path is vital. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's necessary for your mental health. 
Absolutely. And Absolutely. and I know I know a lot of transgender people and queer people in general, even just like gay guys and stuff, have walked away from all spiritual expression because we've been so persecuted by right. the religious right. And that is so sad because in a way the queers have had their spirituality stolen from them. Right. Because right. the Christian right is so loud and obnoxious. And and that's 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 terribly sad to me. Um and so that's why I'm saying that there are many ways to explore spirituality. And that's why I like doing this with you, across, Because you are atheist and spiritual. And this shows that you don't have to believe in a divine being. That you believe in your own spiritual self. Yep. I, it, I don't think the... A lot of people realize, I, I always use this analogy. Can you survive on a cracker a day? On just one cracker? No. You'll eventually starve to death and die. It's the same thing with your spirit. You can't survive on a cracker and expect to live a spiritual life and for everything to kind of work itself out if you're starving your soul. And I think, but... Once again, people don't know they have options. They don't know they have options. They don't know that they, that, and, and the, all the things to take from the rainbow community is the spirituality. That's like taking their, that's taking your heart, your soul, everything, because this is the purpose of the rainbow community. We are the spiritual people. We are the ones, once again, we are that bridge. And that was taken away. That's like taking everything, you know? And they, they don't know there's options. So. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the biggest, um, that's one of the biggest, like, scars that I see still very present in the queer community. And I think that even if you don't choose, you don't have to choose a religion. Right. That's different. I'm just saying a religion is, is, just silly silly rules somebody tell you what to do spirituality is thinking it through yourself and expressing it how it comes through for you and um so i just want to empower people to explore your options explore your options it's no different than the fact that no one told you that there were an option beyond two genders, right? Most of us didn't know that at birth and most of us didn't know that through our childhood. Um, Maybe the next generation will know that because of our presence. Just because you exist in the world and you have to meet a child occasionally. And so a family, I know families that are happy to introduce me as a they to their child because they want their child exposed to a trans to a trans person. They want their child to have exposure and I'm happy to talk to kids about it. And the thing is, is that, that that's vital. Why? Because it tells you 
that there's another option outside of just masculine and feminine since it's all you've seen so far, right? So if you're an eight-year-old child, if that's all you've seen, you may assume that that's all there is. But if you get to meet a transgender person, then you know otherwise. It's no different with spiritual paths. There are things other than Christianity and Judaism, just to by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you can explore. It's up to you to explore that. Um, and so I think uh, we've covered a bunch of tools here. We've covered that you need to get your community around you as much as possible. Um, you need to make sure the people around you are not toxic. So if they don't listen to your pronouns, just, right, just take the cross advice. Just, and if you, um, and you might want to find, um, you might want to find creative outlets like drag, or there's also, um, you know, like if you're a painter or any kind of art at all, uh, any kind of writing, or um, anything like that, you want to try to find a creative outlet. I think that's really important. So work on your community, find, surround yourself with safe people, find yourself creative outlets. Drag is a great one, uh, but you can, may find, if you don't want to do that, you don't have to do that. And um, then there's also, I want to say, there's also, um, think about your spiritual path and therapy. I went to therapy too. I went to, I'm totally there with you, lacrosse. I worked out a lot of things in therapy. Um, I got, I, I was, I was in the culture of, oh, I have to take hormones to be trans. I'm not right. sure about that. And I just, I was constantly on this, uh, am I trans or not trans? And I, I was really rocking it for a long time. And my therapist, who was very trans friendly, um, he said, um, you know, just by the way, you don't have to take hormones to be trans and maybe you're a different expression than just him. Maybe right. it's different for you. And he's the one that suggested that maybe it was a little different and it took me a long time to come to terms with it after that, but I'm so grateful for that. So therapy, good idea. Uh, or counseling or coaching. Um, I offer private consultations and, and coaching. And I would also say, find your spiritual path. Yeah. Find your spiritual path, whatever that is for you. Um, yeah. And Christianity and Judaism are not the only choices. There's a and lot. And that's an atheist Jew telling you that too. <laughs> right. And you don't even have to believe in a supreme being. No. Cause that's all the atheism is. is it just yeah. means that you don't believe in a Supreme being. I'm not even sure I believe in a Supreme being. I believe I'm more agnostic, I guess. Yeah. I believe in a, a, a bigger power that's bigger than ourselves. Right. So that's agnostic, I guess, but I'm kind of a witch and a freak anyway. So, <laughs> um, and you know, I would say, uh, find tools that help you in day to day. That would be my other thing. Like I did a lot of uh, yoga and meditation um, and and writing. So I wrote my story. My story is much longer than you can read in Divine Androgen in my book, Divine Androgen. But um, and I just, you know, took the important parts and put it in the book. But, you know, I wrote it out right. and just the act of writing it 
is um is great and uh by the way between 25 and 30 you're going through your saturn returns okay so um if you're between 25 and 32 uh saturn returns means uh you can look it up just look up what does it mean to go through your saturn returns essentially means your whole life is getting turned over <laughs> it happens to everybody you're yeah, not the I'm coming only around one. to it again I'm coming around on the second one. I'm like, oh. <laughs> From what I understand, the second one's not as scary as the first yeah. one. Fine. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Um, Eve said, too many people think religion and spirituality are one and the same. It takes time for them to really find the spirituality as how we connect to our own inner selves, the universe and divine as they resonate with them. I agree. I agree. Eve, I'm not sure uh how people got it mixed up but it has gotten very mixed up i'm blessed to have found a non-binary therapist without actually looking for one hmm. wow good for you eve great job that's pleasant i was happy to find a person that was in the lgbtq community <laughs> so and he was just you know he's a gay guy i think or something so that was great so um is there any other tools that we missed do we get them all I'm, I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And I will say, I, I did say it in the chat a little earlier. Um, if you have a dream, you can pop it up into the chat and lacrosse will interpret it. And I'd say that's another thing is pay attention to your dreams. Um, they mean something. They're trying to tell you something. It's your brain trying to tell you something or process something. Yeah. Um, I listened to a like a um a podcast about dreams and sleeping and they say that that's when we do our emotional processing mm. yep. in our dreams which makes sense that, that kind of fits with your theories lacrosse yeah yeah that we're every person in the dream yeah <laughs> and i would also say find some other tools that help you personally i like to play D D. And I'm also a tarot reader and I'm a psychic and I like to help other people. And I do psychic readings and astrology really helps me um, and things like that. So I want to reach out to you all and I'm going to do a little tarot reading. If, if a dream pops up, lacrosse will totally do it. Um, I was trying to read Eve here says that was what. Oh, Okay. I think Eve is talking about their non-binary therapist, maybe. Yeah. That was what I was actually looking for and happily found, and even more than I could have hoped. Good job, Eve. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, um, and as, um, as a personal life coach, um, I use spiritual tools to help coach people um, to help you create a life and live in a binary world when you're not binary. Um, or trans, or whatever your expression is. Um, that's, and I just use spiritual um, things. I use tarot, I use astrology, I use mediumship to help you restructure your life in a way that helps you. So if you're looking for a non-binary coach, um, to even, I, I'm really great to have along with a therapist. So if you're already seeing a therapist, but you don't get to, you need more, uh, that, that would be me. I'm sort of like the secondary person that you could see. Okay. And um, I do help coach 
and I uh, usually uh, use astro- I use astrology a lot. So, uh, and it's so hilarious to me because I'll be in an astrology group, and a non-binary person will say, "There's no non-binary astrologers," and I'll be like. <laughs> Here I am. Right. I'm not invisible, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, I'm going to pull three cards for us tonight. Three, these three cards are for everybody. Everybody that's listening live right now and everybody that's listening to recorded. Because believe it or not, Spirit knew you were going to listen. Okay. And so um, the first card here is the five of cups and this is actually a really beautiful card to me um it reminds me of a several drag queen friends that i have like it's kind of that half-dressed look that you tend to get behind stage but um if you look closely at at this person they have a tear coming out of their eye um and you can see the waters all around them and the cups are spilled over. And that's because this is an emotional card. This is to remind us of the emotions that have come through in the last couple, in the last week or so. Um, anything that's been coming through to just allow it to spill. Let the cup tip over. Let the tear flow. Let it come out. Because even in pain, there is beauty. Even in the ugliest of things, beauty can arise. Um, for instance, like when the forest gets burnt down here in Colorado, the following spring, flowers will still pop up, right? And although the fire was sad, what comes through on the other side is beautiful. So I just want to say that whatever you know, uncomfortable emotions might be coming through that are creating sadness in your life, or creating stress or whatever, just know that those emotions, even as they come through, even as they suck, um, <laughs> that they're beauty too. And in fact, this one, this card here is interesting to go along with that because this card tends to say, don't forget about the good things that are still happening to you. Um, and I, this card really speaks to me because you could totally catch me sleeping on a tree with a dog. Um, totally. And, uh, you know, it really speaks to me in that way with that kind of hat and those overalls and everything. And um, with the, you know, with the sword down behind them, that means that's the one thing that they do notice, but they haven't noticed these other things that are sort of hanging in, in the air above them. And this is meant to remind you to remind you that you have beautiful things in your life and you just need to be grateful for them. Don't go sleeping through it, you know, pay attention, um, pay attention to those parts. And that's what this card is all about is that you may be forgetting some of the good parts. Try to see the silver lining and for the future. This card is so beautiful because this is all about love and divine connection. Not just love in like, ooh, I got married or I have a partner now. Um, this is also about 
other connections too with other people that are just divine. It doesn't have to be love and sex. It can also just be friendship. It can be other connections that are good for you, that are blessing for you. That's what this is all about. This is about having relationships and connections one-on-one with people that are a blessing to your life, that are, that are good for you. And that's what this is to remind you of, is that going forward, this is going to improve your relationships, especially since we got an eclipse coming up next week, mm-hmm. Taurus. So just so you know, November the 19th is an eclipse in Taurus. Um, and essentially that eclipse is going to probably reveal some things to you, especially if you have any kind of Scorpio placements. If you look in your chart where Scorpio is and where Taurus is, they'll be directly across from each other in your astrology chart. You'll be able to know kind of where that eclipse might be revealing, depending on how many planets you have there and anything else that might be going on in those areas. But pay attention to what houses they are, and you can easily look that up online, find out what house it is, and then boom, just just search it and Google, um, and you will quickly find uh, what the house is for. There's cool little cheat sheets, um, and you can learn exactly what house it's in, and then you can learn how that eclipse might might. Um, it's usually an eclipse is a revealing. So don't set any intentions during the time. Just allow the reveal to happen. Or allow the surprise to happen. Allow, and it could just be a simple aha moment uh, where you're like, ah, that's why I overeat. Okay, especially in Taurus. Okay. Um, and think about all the things that Taurus represents, which is earth. And um, Taurus represents uh, love and and consistency and um and like unconditional love over and over and that that Taurus never quits. Okay, sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes they have to learn to let go. Okay, so that's just Taurus. That's just you know every sign has a light side and what we might call a shadow side. I'm not, I don't necessarily want to call it a shadow side. I, I would also call it a um, a side that that challenges us, um, or that put that that can sometimes be a little bit of a rock in the road. So I'm just saying, eclipses in Taurus. So pay attention to what's happening in your body. Pay attention to what's happening in your relationships, in love, and in especially your eating. Taurus is Taurus loves food. <laughs> so nothing wrong. Hey, I love food. I'm Same. hoping to have a I'm hoping to have a big reveal as to why I like to eat so much. So <laughs> you know. So um anyway, yeah. So that's our little mini astrology report. I'm thinking about doing more astrology reports here on Rainbow Soul. So if you think that's something that you like, please give me feedback, especially if you get a little surprise and you're like, Carlos, I'm so glad you told me about the eclipse because it wasn't I didn't catch me flat footed, right? Or whatever. So just to let you know. Anyway, so Lacrosse, do you have anything you want to offer the community before we go? Uh well, um the twentieth is the day of remembrance. So just take that day and I guess just you know, send energy out to the families of the people who lost their loved ones this year um, by, by hate crimes, 
you know, so, uh, yeah, I definitely, if you could just send some energy out to those people and their families. So, in fact, um, I would like to offer a little prayer right now. So if we can all just take a moment and focus our energy on any spirit that has passed before us, especially the transgender or gender variant people that we know, almost all of us know somebody um, that has passed. And we're going to first bring that person that we may know um, into our into our vision or into our eye. And then we're going to start seeing them surrounded, surrounded by every transgender person that has come before us. We're going to vision this as a huge crowd of all the gender variant people, all the ones that have come, no matter how they died, whether they were murdered, whether they they committed suicide or they died of something else. However, they left the world doesn't matter. What matters is that they were gender variants in this world. And no matter how they brought it to the world, now they are bringing their energy through. And this whole group is becoming a huge rainbow of every single color, of every single color of the rainbow. And in this moment, I want you to imagine light from your heart to their heart. And that light is connecting you to those ancestors to those ancestors of the past, those people, and they are offering you their power, their power that what brought them through the world and all of them collectively are giving that to you as a transgender person, as a gender variant person, as an ally, no matter who you are, it's landing in your heart and filling your entire body and soul up, up, up. It's filling you up with love, with kindness, with compassion and with passion so that you may go forward and tread a path for those to come. We remember you. We love all of you. Thank you for blessing and holding us tonight. Thank you to our ancestors. Give an extra prayer on Saturday. Set a plate at your table and remember all the transgender people that have died before you. They're, they're at your back. They got your back. Trust me. They got your back. So. I agree, Eve. Blessings that this year we will see much reduced numbers of loss. That would be great. That would be. That would be really great. And maybe all of their collective light empowering all of us going forward, we can help reduce that loss. So tonight, my friends, I leave you saying thank you. I want to thank every single viewer, every single person that watched the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing, sharing, commenting, whatever you got going on. I appreciate that. Please keep doing that. Please tell your friends. Go to our website, rainbowsoul.show. Order yourself a T-shirt. We love you. We appreciate you. You are sacred. Good night. Good night. Thank you for watching Rainbow Soul, a queer perspective on spirituality beyond religion. We appreciate you sharing the show on your timeline. Follow us on social media of your choice and join our Facebook group, Rainbow Soul. We want to hear from you. 
share your topic ideas for Hollis and Lacrosse, explore upcoming shows and interesting guests. The Rainbow Soul Facebook group, where we build community of questioning seekers. Rainbow Soul, where spirituality is our medicine. Support Rainbow Soul. Check out the Rainbow Soul merchandise for your favorite new shirt. A variety of colors and styles to suit your taste. Show off your love for Rainbow Soul. Get cool designs with your favorite quotes. Designs come in a variety of colors so that you can express your most authentic self. Support Rainbow Soul in spreading the word that queer, gender variant, intersex, transgender is sacred. Rainbow Soul, putting the soul back into queer. Order your unique Rainbow Soul merchandise at rainbowsoul.show. Jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. So what exactly does that mean? It is a figure of speech in reference to a person who has dabbled in many things rather than gaining expertise by only focusing on one. So much knowledge and wisdom out there at our fingertips, yet so difficult to grasp. Everything and everyone has a little piece of the truth, and it is up to us to determine what our truth is. In this busy world, creating the time, the space to nourish our bodies, mind, and soul has become a difficult task. So let's take a moment to learn something, something small, in whatever way the universe decides to reveal it. It could be someone's story, a quote, a spiritual practice, maybe a song or a movie, the opportunities are limitless and all around us if we just take a moment to see. We are all students of life experiences, so let us learn from one another. There is no right or wrong path. There is only your path and your journey. So let's begin our adventure and explore all the world has to offer and let us become a master of none. Divine Androgen a sacred path for gender variant people. A book dedicated to every drag performer, transgender person, and other gender variant people that have passed to the other side, that have suffered the wrath of our binary world. Thank you for living your truth and treading us a path. We are sorry that in many cases that cost you your life. Now, we ask for your assistance in helping humans evolve so that we may all live in peace and equality. We honor your life by walking our own personal path of authenticity. In honor of Trans Awareness Week and Transgender Day of Remembrance, I, Hollis Taylor, 
put my book, Divine Androgyny, on sale. That's right. You can check it out. It's on sale for the week of November 13th through the 20th on Amazon. You can get it for half the price. You can get it in print. You can order it on ebook. Get this amazing book all about living as a non-binary person, a gender variant person in a binary world. How to navigate it, how to harvest your true self when you're surrounded by binary. It's a guidebook for people searching for their true selves. The book is intended for people that are gender variant and can be helpful for people searching for a more authentic self or clearing trauma. This book is about treading your own path. It includes my story in the beginning, all about how I figured out how I expressed gender and now how it comes out for me, how I discovered it, and how I dealt in the world as a response to that. And it also details out the ways that I unfolded myself in a way that helped me live in a binary world, even though I was non-binary. There are steps in here to help you define your own path. Hollis uses the word divine androgen. It's like a label to define someone that defines their own authentic path, regardless of their gender expression, in a way to say that it is sacred to be non-binary, to be transgender, to be queer. It is sacred. Not religious. No, no. We're talking about more of a spiritual, conscious awareness of ourselves and our path on authenticity. This book is about defining your path of authenticity, as authentic and unique as that is for you. Get your book on sale at Amazon from November 13th to November 20th. You can also order the book at divineandrogen.com. There's only five more prints until... The next, the second edition is released in 2022.